Welcome to Conversations with Buddy on this Friday morning. I'm excited to introduce you to my new friend, Patrick Takai. Now, hey, did I spell that right or make that sound right? Yeah, you said it absolutely right. Perfect, perfect. Well, welcome, Patrick. Thank you for having me here today, buddy. Man, what a what a blessing to have you here. Yeah, it's an absolute honor. Thank you. Well, we're going to ask you lots of good questions, and uh, we'll, we'll go deep. Let's do it. But let's start out with, really, where did, where did you grow up at? Uh, where did you go to high school at? And you can tell your age too, because we want to know. Okay. We want the audience to know how old you are, yeah. or how young you are, actually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm 23. I was born in Saipan, which is a small island out in the Pacific Ocean, and I was living there till I was around five or six. And I moved out here to Salem, Oregon. Ever since then, man, and I've been living here from six till I was 23 where I'm at right now and the school I went to was Sprague High School my middle school I went to was Judson and I went to Faye Wright Elementary for my younger years when I was a young cub yeah it was it was a good time that's funny Mm -hmm. so you you would just cool with my daughter Molly yeah because both my daughters went to Judson and Sprague so yeah that's funny a small world I never thought I would meet a man like you and look with, with Molly like that blew my mind. Huh, that's funny. Yeah, I was like I, I never thought that something like this would happen, but here we are. So tell the story. How did you and I meet? So yeah, I think it was in sometime in February. Okay. Uh, I was I was in my own rut where I was I just wasn't happy with myself. I felt like I hit rock bottom and um I had this old friend. His name is Mike Castronovo, an amazing solid dude. And he gave me one of his business cards, uh, and I met this guy working at U.S. Bank. So um, when I met him, I told him I love reading books, and do you have any book recommendations that you recommend? And he stopped by, gave me a book, along with his business card. And on the back of his business card, or actually in the front of it, it said, uh, helping people achieve their, their dreams. And when I was in my rut, and I was feeling down and all by myself. I just looked at that card and I was like, man, there's something about this that mm. I just have to reach out and just talk to him. Yeah. Have a cup of coffee. And long story short, uh, we did all that. Had a cup of coffee at French Press. It was nice. And he helped me open my eyes and brought me to you guys uh, to the men's Bible study group every Wednesday mm. at the rec. Yeah. And that's when we met, probably yeah. back in February. I totally remember that. Well, first of all, Mike's a great guy. Um, I love the influence he had on you. He was just a customer, yet he still influenced you with just connecting with you. He wanted to get to know you and you know yeah. and hang out with you. So he invested the time, man. And I was like, dude, the least I could do is like uh, show up, you know, and find a way to get back. You know, at, at our church, we have a um, a theme that says. Showing up changes everything. It really does. So for me, I I know the struggles men have. Oh, yeah. So for me, showing up changes everything. I must show up. So to see a young guy like you, because at 23, I wasn't showing up anywhere other than mm-hmm. every place I shouldn't be. Yeah. Right? So so you've been now, what, six, seven months, you've been coming to a men's Bible study. Mm-hmm. How's that changed your life? Dude, it changed my w- life in the ways that I never thought it was possible. Um, long story short of it, 
the things that changed a lot is how I talk to people, the things I think about during the day, because surprisingly, not a lot of people think about what they're thinking about <laughs> during the day. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, so um, that's that's what I do to myself like every single day, just to self-evaluate, like, all right, am I on track to reach these goals I'm setting out for myself? And like, what can I do differently if I'm if I'm not in the process, you know, to get there? And it always helps to be with the men and in the Bible study group to share their ideas. And not every time we we all agree on something, you know. And that's the part I love about it is that everybody's upfront with each other and sharing their all their knowledge, their wisdom. And when I'm in that room and I'm just sitting with you guys, I just I just sit down, I listen, hmm. I close my eyes. Sometimes I imagine what you guys are saying. Like, in in the perspective that, like, all right, if I was in his shoes, this is what his life looks like, and I got to find a way for myself where I can make that happen, where I could change my my thoughts, my the way I feel about things, because everything's connected. That's what I've been learning throughout this entire process, just hang out with you guys. Like what we think about influences what what we say, how we feel, the things we do, how we act, it it's all connected. But the source is is from the thought itself. So if if you're feel if you're ever feeling like you're down and you're not having a good time, well, you gotta take a couple steps back and start from the source, the thought. And once you start changing your way of thinking of things, like just being grateful for everything that you have in your life, you know, the attitude of gratitude, hmm. that will definitely get you far, even in your deepest ruts. Like for me, when I met Mike, I was, I was very, like, probably say, not, I wouldn't say depressed, but I was I was searching for things, you know, like answers, questions I had in mind. Hmm. I was like, how do I get out of this? How do I do better? How do I be a better example to my friends, my family? Like bad things that happen to you, everything, like things like that. Everyone has bad things that happens to them. But the thing that stands out is how you react after it happens. How do you respond? Yeah. Yeah, like the quote, uh, 10% is what happens to you. 90% is how you respond, the attitude of gratitude, your attitude. The thing I noticed about you, Patrick, is I got to know you over the last six months. Hey, I really like you. You always have a smile on your face, and you always say something positive to me. Like, like I'm, I don't think I've ever seen you in a bad mood. Maybe maybe you have been, but I have not witnessed it. Yeah. So I, I really appreciate that about you. You're a young guy, because uh, I look back at where I was at 23, and I was nowhere close. I didn't have any mentors in my life. Yeah. Zero. Nada. Uh, I was seeking the world and trying to find um, trying to find happiness in worldly things, yeah. you know, making money, you know, doing things like that. But uh, so let's transition a little bit. The things I know about you, let me just go through these real quick here. Oh, did you write notes? Oh, yeah. I got some notes for you, man. Right on. So the thing I know about you mostly is that you're an entrepreneur. Like yes. you love that. Like. So walk us through how a young guy like you six months ago was like, you know, and when was your birthday, by the way? 
Um, my birthday is March 16th, okay, the so day before St. Patrick's Day. Okay, so at 22, you're stuck. You, you meet a guy named Mike. Yeah. You fast forward, you've started a business. Yes, I have. Uh, you've been introduced to lots of different guys that have businesses. Oh, yeah, I've been and, associating with many businesses. And the thing I noticed about you is anytime I introduce you to one of my friends, mm-hmm. you show up. You never not show up, yeah. period. And so they all say, man, Patrick's awesome. Not to toot your horn, but good job. Just keep showing up and keep doing that. Thank you. What makes you to be an entrepreneur? What advice would you give to somebody who's starting out to become an entrepreneur? Somebody who's young, somebody yeah. who's older that's just getting started. What's your advice? Would, okay. My advice, uh, first to start off, is know thyself. Like, what oh. are your strengths, your weaknesses? Uh, what, what are the things you like to do during the day that brings you joy or passion? Um, something that Tim Davis taught me a few days ago, or might have been weeks, was um, like there's four quadrants, and on the left side is like the quadrant where you're passionate on the top left, and then below it is when you're proficient, and then the right side of it is when you're not passionate and non-proficient. Mm. So like certain tasks that you do throughout the day, it varies on like where your passion and proficiency are placed in that spectrum. So um, on the activities you do throughout the day, um, write those down. Like what makes you happy? Um, what brings you the most joy for the line of work that you do? Because when you start doing things that you really love, it doesn't even feel like work. Like yeah. you're just enjoying life. Yeah. That's the way I was thinking that helped me like grow for myself. Like, okay, what are what do I like to do? I love, I love to talk to new people, get to, get to know them, find out what they do, and also what is a service I could provide that might overall help help them. You know, because it's not about me; it's about you. Hmm. What's your business that you started? So the business I started is web design. So I create websites for businesses that don't have a website themselves or know how to. So in the process of that, I also educate them what works, what doesn't, and like how it can help them. Like that's a short way to say it. Okay, got it. So you love being an entrepreneur, you love being your own- um, My own boss? Your own boss, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Me too, I mean, I love that, because I'm already motivated, mm-hmm. so I don't necessarily work eight to five. I bet you don't just work eight to five, you work well, whenever you need to do work. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. So, in the last six months, you also began working out probably more than ever. Were you working out before we met? Because you began working yeah. out, and tell, tell us about the, the yeah, workout regimen. So, surprisingly, I think it was earlier 2021, uh, beginning of the year, I weighed myself on the scale, and I weighed 200 pounds, and I, I was really surprised it, that actually happened. I, I actually allowed myself to, to get that far without having like my own fitness regimen um, behind it. So I was overweight. I wasn't happy about it. I'll admit. And I was like, well, this isn't me. So like, let's change that. Like, how do I lose weight? And I was through that question. I was thinking like, sometimes the questions we ask ourselves are the answers hidden beneath it. So, um, yeah, so the only way to lose weight 
was to change the way you eat because the abs aren't made in the kitchen. They're made, right. I mean, they're made in the kitchen, but they're not made in the gym. That's the truth. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Um, not a lot of people think like that because um, when they go out to the gym, they're working like two hours, three hours. Like, they get a good workout, but once they go back home, start eating junk food, they're stuck in the cycle again. Mm. And I was in the process of that. Like, I had to go through that experience myself. Like, do a dirty bulk where, like, you just eat junk food and then you still do your own normal workout. Like, your bot, you'll see it in your body mm-hmm. and, and feel it, too, that, like, yeah, I just feel like I'm in a cycle where no matter how hard I work out, my body's not changing. So I got to change those little things, like, what am I eating? Yeah. And I didn't really keep track of it. What I did do though was I would say change the time I wake up during the day because our metabolism is really uh, let's see it, it, it works really fast during the day so it's more active you have more time to yourself at the end of the day too uh, so like when you do all the hard things in the morning I don't Life just gets easier later on in the day. So what you're saying is, you got you, you began getting up earlier. Yeah. And did you start working out earlier, and then you get your metabolism yeah. kickstarted? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. Drink lots of water. Like if you could drink a gallon of water a day, man, you're already like ahead of the average group of men in, in the U.S. Yeah. And yeah. So how did you conquer eating? Because we all love to we, eat. We love to eat. Come on. Yeah. Well, it was just discipline on on top of that. Like, I had to uh, build a new faith in myself that, like, this is why I'm holding back on how much I normally eat. If you know how much you burn calories throughout the day for your body, then it, it will be easier for you to get an idea how much you should normally eat. And the thing I've been learning about, too, in the process of my physical transformation is that, like, the amount of protein you should consume it should be equivalent to how much you weigh so every gram of protein you should eat uh should be equivalent to like one pound of how much you weigh so Hmm. if you weigh 180 you eat 180 grams of protein if you can so you measure that yeah yeah I, i have protein shakes protein bars i eat yeah yeah chicken beef all that well mainly just chicken broccoli and rice Sometimes fish, treat myself. <laughs> On special occasions, I'll, I'll eat a, a steak. So the average person who eats out a lot, is, is this going to ruin their opportunity to lose weight? I mean, it just depends where you eat. Okay. So when you say eat out a lot, yeah. like what you put in your body, you could put good things in your body eating out. Such as? So like if you go to a restaurant and they got some quinoa or chicken or you know other vegetables, spinach, Eggs omelet, like spinach omelet. Like you can work around that. So you almost have to customize your food. You're not going to order off the menu like, hey, I'll take number 12 and it's a big juicy burger. Yeah. Um, I try to change that. Like if they got a chicken burger, um, I'll, I'll eat that. If like lettuce wrap, I'll take it. Less carbs, um, more protein. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you're doing it. So yeah. you you had a peak. What would you say it was? 200? 200 pounds, man. And where are you at today? Well, earlier this year in the summer, uh, I want to say in June, I was able to drop from 200 all the way down to 
155. And then I'm back up in pounds. I, I weigh 170 right now. But you've also gained muscle. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's a good thing. Like yeah. that extra pounds I gained was all in muscle. Because you don't look fat at all or Thank overweight. You. Thank you. I, I've been putting in the work and time. So just, just reaping the fruits of my labor, man. It's awesome. Yeah. Well, cool. We're going to kick on to some new uh, questions. Okay. Um, what is the big goal you want to accomplish in the next 12 months? But you can also throw in five years or 10 years because some people go, you know what? I can't really accomplish my big, hairy, audacious goal in 12 months. I could do it in five years or 10 years. Do you have a 12-month goal and do you have a 10-year goal? Yeah. Okay. So for my 12-month goal, it's pretty simple. I want to make sure in Salem, I want to provide a website for every food cart that is in Salem because majority of food carts, man, they're underrated. A lot of people like will check them out. I've seen them myself. Like when I drive out to, to Lancaster, Salem, it's it's not like a pretty neighborhood, and they got some food carts that that might look a little a uh, little ghetto, <laughs> but it, yeah. Like when you try their food, man, it changes like your mind. It's like wow, like a place like this, yeah. never expected them to make uh, quality food that tastes delicious. So uh, I want to help them out, um, attract more people to, and and help them succeed. Yeah, in their own way. And there's a lot of more, a lot more of those coming out. It seems like the food carts are everywhere. Yeah, they the are. Beehive man. out by yeah, where you beehive. live. They there's a um, the yard too, and there's gonna be a new. Uh, food cart hub area out in West Salem hmm. uh, called Checkpoint 221. Okay. Yeah. I haven't heard of that one. Yeah. Well, it's going to be constructed. It's just a piece of property right now. Okay. So I like I like your business goal um, for the next 12 months. You have a passion for small business. Yeah. Specifically food cart. Yeah. That's my niche. The niches are in the riches. Riches. Yes, sir. I like that. Let's go maybe five years or ten years. Any big hairy audacious goals that you want to accomplish? Easy. So easy. I for, love it. For ten years. Boom. Yeah, in ten years, I'm gonna have my own school. I, I wanna build a school. Yeah. So uh what that school will consist of is is just education to build life skills, man. Just uh any any skill you could think of, like digital marketing, or how how to code, or even how to how to do painting, how mm-hmm. to, how to be successful artist, um, and how to do your own taxes, how to create a LLC, sole proprietorship. I mean, you name it, dude. A to Z, like, you can do yeah, it. A to Z, just a business school, but it will be all free. So you're a self-made millionaire by this time. Yeah, you're gonna create a school that's free for anybody like you who's an entrepreneur and wants to succeed. Yeah, that, that's want, that wants to find a way to bring their own visions into fruition. Hmm. That's pretty cool. That's a big dream. It is a big dream. You got to rally people around you to help you get there. Exactly. Yeah, I got to build more relationships, more more connections. But it is it is possible. I like the the attitude. It is possible. It's a hundred percent possible. Mm-hmm. People do it all the time. If you yeah. don't think it's possible, that will never happen. Yeah, that I, that's so true, dude. Right on. So we'll we'll come up toward the end of our podcast. Um, we talk a lot about mentoring around here, don't we? Yeah. So, give us your thoughts on being mentored 
but also mentoring because I think it's it's a two way street. Yeah, it is. But you came in kind of as a mentee. You needed you needed some guys to come around you and help you get unstuck, right? Mm-hmm. Get out of your rut, as you called it. Yeah, and move forward. And I don't know how long that took you. And again, the you're still doing it. It's not like you. Oh, I conquered it. I'm done. It's all good. It's not a one day thing. It's yeah. not a one day deal. Yeah. But so, what does mentoring mean to you? That's a good question, man. Uh, mentoring, what mentoring means to me is like insti- instilling onto others as they would onto you. Hmm. So, uh, mentoring for me, man, is like helping change people's lives and help them get what they always been wanting and and creating memories, you know, that, that you guys will always cherish forever. And as a mentee, like, I really love uh, just learning other people's wisdom of, of things they experience in their life on this earth that I haven't experienced myself, but they provide advice of knowledge of like things you should and shouldn't do. So that way you save yourself time, energy, money. Hmm. That's a, is that the acronym for system? Yes, sir. Save yourself time, energy, and money. Yeah, yeah. So you came in kind of as a mentee under Mike, got to know some other guys who yeah. influenced you. It's impacted you. I've seen it. Yeah. So that's cool. Uh, a couple of thoughts. Being a mentor, what's that look like for you? And then what advice would you give to someone young like you who's maybe stuck, frustrated, um, and maybe don't have hope, what would you say to them? In the moments where you feel like you don't have hope, like this comes uh, from my experience when like I don't even want to work out. Like stay disciplined uh, in, in the works because they will pay off. Uh, uh, know yourself, like what what are your strengths, what do you like to do, mm-hmm. and build sk- skill sets on top of that because that's where you really provide your own value for yourself. Mm as a young individual. So that's that's my advice on that. Uh, that will help you get far, man, because when you're associating with other businesses um, as a young entrepreneur, like if you don't have any skill sets to provide, you can't do any business. Sure. So uh, that's, that's why I say like you gotta start with those little things. Also read books because readers are leaders. Readers are leaders, I've heard that before. Uh, do you have a favorite uh, business book, motivational book, or I don't know, any book? What's your favorite book if you had to pick one or two or five? Okay, I'll start with two. Two. So the first book is the Bible because it has an abundance of mm. knowledge and wisdom that, that is definitely applicable to today's world. Like the, all the information has been written hundreds and thousands of years ago, but it still holds truth to this day. So... Uh, that's my first book. My second book, I would definitely say Think and Grow Rich with mm-hmm. Napoleon Hill mm-hmm. and Compound Effect with Darren Hardy. Mm-hmm. Those are my top three. Okay. Yeah. So if you were going to give somebody some advice, that's either getting started or they're stuck. Mm-hmm. Get a mentor. Get a mentor. Plug in, read a couple books, maybe the Bible or a couple other business books. Yeah. Okay. And then if they want to be an entrepreneur... And then find a business that they want to do. Associate yourself with other people that are already doing it. Someone has already been successful at that. In that line of business. Okay. So for me, for a web designer, like 
what helps me is surrounding myself with other website designers so so I could better so I can get better perspectives of like what platforms are really good mm-hmm. um, which one should I stick with especially with helping the client for the the freedom of customization that they really want and I want to be able to help fill that for them you know like help uh, create their own story brand and uh, their, their their new chapter of life you know mm. and yeah so when you associate yourself with uh, like-minded individuals it'll definitely help you grow because like who you surround yourself with defines who you are yeah yeah I've heard the saying show me your five friends your five closest friends and I'll show you what your life looks like does yeah. that sound familiar yeah yeah I've heard of that one before too yeah and that is as so true yeah so I've been changing that cool so if somebody wanted to get into mentoring or be mentored by somebody yeah um, how, 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 how do they connect with you, number one? How can they reach out to you so you could maybe point them in a direction? What would that look like? So, yeah. So you guys could reach out to me through my email, which is patricktjr47 at gmail.com. Um, and if you guys are really interested, definitely come by on, on Wednesdays for a Bible study to hang out with other successful men. Where's wise it, men. Where's this Bible study at? It's at the rec. Center. Sweet. Yeah. In Kaiser, Salem. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. Patrick, it's been great to know you. I think our friendship is just beginning. Yeah. Uh, I really enjoy you. You always put a smile on my face. <laughs> Thank you. You have a good attitude. You're willing to work hard, show up. So I appreciate you, and thanks for being a part of our podcast today. Yeah, So absolutely. your story will affect somebody now, i don't know if it's one person or 1000 i don't know mm-hmm. but it will affect somebody Definitely. somebody will reach out to you yeah, yeah so that should be encouraging that you are ready to help somebody else get to where you're at mm-hmm. so Thank well, again you. thanks for being a part of our podcast today uh shout out to the rec we appreciate them for hosting this podcast if you liked this podcast please like and share what Patrick and I just talked about. It'd be awesome. Thank you so much. Have an awesome day.